reflexology in itself is a very detailed technique, but it can be as simple as just pressing certain pressure points on your hands and your feet to alleviate symptoms of even oh things God. like headaches. Or like she used to do that to me at school. Yeah, chronic headaches. Yeah, so <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's the fun thing about it. Welcome to the next episode of Hello, Mesmer. everyone. Hello. Uh, so today we have a very intriguing guest today. <laughs> She's very uh, special. Very special very lady that I met uh, through high school. And hey. I will just quickly go through the numerous different things that she do she does. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off with uh, the volunteer work she does. So she volunteers and uh, Good Samaritan Me- Medical Reflexology Research Foundation. Wow. Then she also works at Good Samaritan Natural Therapy Center. Um, mm. She's a coordinate for Our Lady of the Rosary Parish Youth Choir and acts as a youth leader at United in Love Prayer Group. But that doesn't top it off because she also is in Bachelor of Science I can't even pronounce like the. Let me try. Let's let go. <laughs> let me try <laughs> pronounce. Anatomy. Um, bachelor anatomy, histology major, history and philosophies of science minor. That's Quite it. the resume. <laughs> Quite the CV there. So basically, she's gonna be a doctor, man. It's my doctor friend. Welcome, Giselle. Oh, welcome. Thanks, thanks for welcome, having welcome. me. It's so great to be here. It welcome. Really is. Welcome. Oh, Very happy to have you here. Very happy to be here. Thank you. We're going to talk to a we doctor to today. Yeah, I know. Pretty uh, much. It's a long road, but, <laughs> a long road, but, but basically but hey, we just call you the doctor, you know. Oh, well, yeah. I'll We're going to manifest it for you. Uh, okay. You know, so <laughs> You're going to go back to this and be like, yeah. That, that's what. That was the moment. That was yeah. the moment. <laughs> I mean, we don't talk to many doctors like exactly. that, you know, so this is going to be pretty I cool. I think she's like the only one that I know that's like a doctor. Well, they, yeah, that, yeah, me going too. Going down like that study. path, yeah. at least. Pretty much yeah. me too, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to go straight into the intro questions. Um, name three ways you're blessed today. Okay, so it's really hard to narrow it down to three ways, isn't yeah, it? No. Yeah, so I think definitely one is uh, my faith and then the important people around me, so family and friends. And just lastly, the everyday, because we're blessed every day. Like, yeah. of course. you know, just life in itself is so amazing. And even when it doesn't appear that way, when you look back, really, everything leads up to a certain point that you need to be eventually in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Beautiful. Nice and short. <laughs> and so, basically, she kind of answered, like, why she feels blessed in a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you want to elaborate further on that? Or did you feel like you did your yourself justice there? Yeah, I think that's it. We yeah. keep it concise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I All like right. that. Have you like always that. felt blessed? Definitely, yeah. I yeah. think. Like, obviously, like, going back again, what I said just a little while ago is, um, 
you'll have moments in life where you're you're gonna be down and you're gonna think you know and we want to hear about those moments by know, the way yeah yeah no downers. no it's yeah. all a learning process have you have to you have to look at those times where you know the storm comes over before you can see the sun you know before the silver lining no. appears you have to go through very those dark moments very, you can really paint that picture really well I don't know <laughs> for some reason I, I picture that in my She's head so good it was at perfect school. that oh my God. <laughs> very perfect um and I kind of already touched on like what you currently do. Is there anything else outside of that that I didn't really mention? Oh, well, that's basically it. I'm an anatomy and histology major. I also did a minor in his history and philosophy of science. Um, <coughs> I do a little bit of tutoring of high school kids here and there. So I work with a lot of children, mm. um, again, with that, that youth choir. So it's really my passion working with young people yeah. and nice. interacting with, with young people as well. So, yeah. yeah. Well, definitely. Um, so you're gonna be a pediatrician? That. Yeah, that's the. Is that the that's one? That's the dream. Oh uh, yeah, it. yeah. I had a <laughs> dream once upon a time. I was. I wanted to. I wanted to go down that. Path. Oh really? Yeah. In oh, year wow. ten, I was full. Had the stethoscope and everything. Oh wow. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, pediatrician. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe. We'll keep it on track here. <laughs> okay. We'll talk so about it later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, later. Um, that all goes straight into like the question where it's like, why become a doctor? What is your why? Uh, so it was actually a surprise oh, to me. It's been a path that I've been on for about almost 10 years now because I decided when I was in high school. But it was actually interesting because when I was 10 years old, I was so convinced that I was going to be a teacher yeah. uh, because my grandmother on my dad's side is actually a teacher. And she was um, a teacher at all different levels. So she was uh, a dean at college and she was a primary school principal. And so early on, she really instilled in me that, that real gratitude and, and um, kind of yearning for education and for learning and growing. Yeah. Like not just in any sort of institution like a school, but just yeah. on your own, growing on your own and always learning new things, gaining new skills. And so I was so convinced that I was going to be a teacher. I kept telling my parents and my family, I'm going to be a teacher all the way. And then when I was 14 and I was in high school, one assignment in school changed my life. And it was actually in a class that I didn't really enjoy all that much because um, I'm not particularly good at sports, so <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout mm -hmm. out to any of my um, PDHP teachers, hey, I suppose. Hey. Um, I love the subject in theory, but I wasn't that great in the practical of it. But I did a first aid uh, topic in that year and I had to do some research. So I was reading a first aid book and I eventually just started pouring over those books. Yeah. when I was at that age and I said oh wow this is so interesting and wow. then um, just took it from there and I decided then you know I wanted to be a doctor I suppose wanted to go down that career path and from here yeah from there it just it just full steam ahead <laughs> yeah how old were you? I was 14 what so the year heck? 9 oh, year 9 it's been a long time that I've had this dream <laughs> it started with first aid and then it started it with first aid yeah it just snowballed yeah that's crazy that's a good way to put it it definitely snowballed just yeah that's cra <laughs> I'm thinking about it I'm like first aid to doctor like that's crazy like she had it in her yeah no no definitely I was just like I wouldn't have been a able to a grade student man yeah so. I think that's the difference between you and me you're <laughs> way, way more ambitious oh no it's definitely not been like a direct path 
there have been oh, yeah. so many like turns along the way oh, yeah that's and one of the questions we've i had think it shocks radar. people when they find out like you've wanted to do this for so long like hasn't it been a straight road it's definitely not been a straight oh, road oh yeah no definitely yeah. definitely do you want to go into that question freddy oh what was the question babe um sorry i thought you were asking the toughest question hur- uh, i think it was the toughest hurdle or toughest challenge sorry babe oh yeah, yeah yeah um the toughest oh yeah what was the what was the toughest challenge you, you had to overcome it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. even just in relation to obviously like your uni. yeah your uni and all that just <laughs> in general uh, i think the toughest challenge it would probably be deciding really what i wanted to do because uh, then sense. you have to like full commit. Yeah, like, that is right for me. Because yeah. it's a it's a really long road, and By it affected. Road, what's the what's the road? Yeah, you should like explain. Yeah, so everyone knows that. because it affected different aspects of my life. It wasn't just like I couldn't compartmentalize my life in that sense. Like I just have you know my family and my friends and my social um, mm. my social events and and things like that and then my study I couldn't compartmentalize my life because this was going to be a career that was going to affect all of it and it's not like I could down the road you know when I eventually get there it's not like I'm going to be able to just work a nine-to-five go home and that's it don't think about Mm. work and then do the same thing over and over again and it was a challenge for me because I'm a person who loves routine and I really thrived on routine that's why I did enjoy school growing up because we were just like you know 8 a.m to 3 p.m just doing the same thing day in and day out for years and years and years and i loved planning and this career path really threw me in the deep end because one of the things you need is spontaneity and that's something i definitely lacked when i was younger definitely really okay please explain yeah so i think when you look at any any medical profession like doctors and nurses and anyone in in the health um healthcare sector what they're dealing with is the unexpected you walk into work and you don't know what's going to come at you that day every right. day is different you don't know what you're going to face and each day potentially could change your life as a person could change your experiences and for someone who loves planning and loves routine i was really to the book planning out from when I was in primary school, my holiday days, I'd wake up in the morning at 6 a.m. and plan what I was going to do in a day. You should see the, in the holiday. Like, like I believe all you. It's all like color-coded and like yeah, yeah. colors you. of pens I love that. that structure and suddenly wanting to pursue a career where I kind of had to throw it out the window, where I had to have the discipline to have um, the routine and the planning, but at the same time, the everyday would just be me walking in and saying, you know, just got to put my hands up and just take whatever comes through the door and take it on the chin and just overcome those challenges. That was definitely a struggle for me, thinking yeah. if I wanted to commit to a life like that. Yeah. And so there was definitely a lot of doubt, like, is this what I want to do? Maybe I should just go back to another pathway. Should I have a fallback? Yeah. Is something that I definitely asked myself over mm. and over again through the yeah. years. Yeah. Still uh, up to now? Up until now, yeah, yeah. But the thing that has really grounded me is that I keep going back to that dream. Mm. Yeah. And keep going back to the path. And because I have that hesitation about wanting to leave it, like thinking... Well, how many I years altogether? Because you say like it's a long road. So like how long? So 
I would have to do. So I'm still You're halfway there. I'm still planning to do. Yeah, almost halfway. So oh, nice, maybe nice, in well the done. next six years. Call so me how again. Many years and have you we'll, done? <laughs> wow. we'll see. Thank how you many years have you already done? So I've done five years because I've done and then another six years. Another yeah, six years because I'll do two years I of masters and yeah. then four years of medical school. Yeah, you definitely can't you know <laughs> fuck around in that industry. Um, <laughs> It's 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 crazy because hearing that it obviously for you it hasn't been a straight road, um, but knowing also that it scares you, mm-hmm. and like I kind of know that from like firsthand, like when it when it scares you, like that's when you know, like you're kind of on the right path, like you know what I mean though, like yeah, it, it scares yeah. you, like you you could just go the other way, care. yeah, you like have to have a fear of risking something if you're gonna risk. Yeah. For something worth anything. doing, yeah. really, and you're already halfway there, so you might as well just go all in. I yeah. think I think that's probably the biggest part there, because you're halfway there. It's a it's a full on commitment, mm-hmm. and you're already adjusting to the idea of opening up to the whole spontaneity mm-hmm. side of things. So you're really out of your comfort zone. I think for me, uh, like I appreciate both the structure and like the planning. Like that's I, I like school too. Mm-hmm. Like that was that I think that's what I liked about it as well. <laughs> I think now that I think about it, it's a pretty good. Um, but I think, I think, uh, I think with anything as well, because in my line of work, it, it's it's almost the same thing. You're gonna get, you're gonna get um, days where, well, every day is gonna be different as well. Yeah, so it's very, yeah. it's like when I think about it, it's not not much different, but how you, because you're gonna be dealing with a whole other level of of problems compared yeah. to compared yeah. to definitely me. yeah and i think like so w- it, like w- nursing wasn't even on the table it's like not nah, doctor yeah right? it was just straight yeah. in <laughs> that's what <laughs> i'm thinking i'm like yeah yeah, yeah no, nursing, oh, doctor you know what like I mean? even like paramedics like paramedicine i was like oh maybe i should be a parent no no we're just gonna go yeah, all the way <laughs> i think that's a step above like because you're there and you have like you're the first yeah. responder right that's like see that's, that's definitely I had a friend as well in high school and she wanted to do paramedicine and I was like okay that's a, a whole new level because is, yeah. there is no filter when you're doing that definitely as a first responder you see it all yeah. at least like yeah. when you're a doctor you're in a like clinical environment in a facility yeah a facility sterile. you have all of the equipment yeah. there but for them they have a set amount of equipment and they just have My to work Lord. with it yeah so hats off to those people as well because yeah that's definitely like right up there. I, I think I, I know think. what you mean because I'd be like shaking and, and frozen. I'm like, now I've got to yeah. deal with that guy. Yeah. You know, and my, my colleague or whatever, the, uh, you know, like, uh, like I wouldn't even know. Like for me, like that's why it's not, like, I, I already, I already kind of like am scared of blood. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't mind it, but I'm like, I just don't want to see it. So I know that's not for me. Yeah. Like, if you know and I mean. some of the things that they deal with is like really confronting, like right. knowing, yeah, the things that they, oh yeah, yeah hell the things yeah. That they see. And they wake up every day, like, and it's it's amazing the incredible work that they do. That they get up and they know that yeah. they're going to face certain challenges. They just don't know what. Ah, good on them. I think yeah. you have to be almost like another level of like adrenaline junkie. Almost, <laughs> I wouldn't say yeah, but that'll help if you have that personality type. Yeah, but yeah. like just to really make because uh, I'm I'm, cu- I'm curious, like, because you're halfway there, you know people that are doing what you want to do yes, already yes and you've had conversations mm-hmm, with them mm-hmm. and so you know what it's like and what the daily would look like for you right yeah yeah how uh, how's that it like? how's it has it changed from what you originally thought and then they kind of just like oh yeah but is it any different to what you originally thought oh it's very different because oh, i right. think 
everyone yeah. goes into like leaves high school with a certain perception of how life is going to be after that easy yeah <laughs> definitely and <laughs> yeah. i can guarantee you that when you leave high school your perception is going to be completely different to what you're actually going to be faced Very with true. and the path that you're going to go down is definitely going to take twists and turns um yeah only a small number of people actually do leave high school with a completely direct path and and finish that way yeah, and yeah. so when i was talking to friends of mine who have gone down um the full road to to medicine uh, yeah. particularly um i was very lucky in anatomy to be surrounded by medical students all the time because mm. they were the ones who actually uh tutored us in the labs right and so whenever there was free time a lot of us um would just go up to them and ask them some questions and seeing them and what and what they do it definitely was a surprise to me i was like oh it's a lot different to what i ever would have expected them to have to do in what sense like a lot more hands-on than you thought definitely definitely hands-on um well when i did uh my first lab it was also unexpected and that's kind of a precursor to medicine as well anatomy and histology so they actually put us in the lab and straight up we were um handling human specimens uh, wow. Yeah. So that is, that's insane. Like the persections yeah. as well. So like the arms and the legs. And we actually had to like hold them, you know, with respect, obviously. Yeah. But we had yeah. to like pull on the muscles to see the movements. And I was really taken aback because yeah. I just left high school. And the Whoa. most you do there is probably dissection of a of an uh, like a bullseye or something oh, like that. Yeah. 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 And it, it's still like, you know, you think that's already really out there, but they just you walk into a lab that's good though yeah that's good that they did that you just go straight in yeah they just just went straight in in and you're in your gloves and and your your lab coat and i remember in my second year i had some first year people in my class and when the uh coordinator she she pulled off the 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 cloth covering the specimen it was actually a, a head oh and all uh, the first years yeah they they looked at me and they were like is that real and i was like oh yeah yeah like this is welcome to anatomy oh <laughs> my goodness yeah. Ca- uh, wait hang on what, wait, hang <laughs> what on, were they on. like doing with the head though like, were well, they, like what was oh, it so we a were skull or was it a full-on head with the tissue and yeah the with the tissue and oh. like um they're prepared everything. in, a, in a certain way but we we were looking at the muscles of the face yeah. and so uh, we would have a perception there and it can be quite confronting for a lot of people because uh, you, you, you think like this person who lived and, and yeah. who died and who amazingly donated their body to science so that, you know, medical students and anatomy students, science students have the yeah. opportunity to work with the real thing. Yeah, because gonna, yeah. yeah a model can That's only cool. go so far. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was... Um, is that something I have to like sign off on, on something like hey like if I die like like who who makes that decision? Yeah, yeah. they they do make the decision themselves. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. I was gonna it's say it's similar to organ donation. Oh, okay, but a lot of people uh, don't know so much about it as well because uh, it is definitely really out there. Yeah. for some people, but yeah. people have been doing it for years, and it's something that we really also. Are so grateful for it 
anyone in the scientific community for that opportunity to study. And it's done really respectfully for that life. That oh, 100%, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So when you, so you know those first years, obviously you were first year once. Did When you saw the head, were you like, like how did you, because like, that that's shocks me, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Were you like already like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I, I shocked the, the both of you as well because for me, it's become such a normal part of my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you shocked Didn't the listeners <laughs> too, like the listeners are what. But like the thing is, right, I'm thinking because you have a duty of care mm-hmm. as a doctor, mm-hmm. like any other professional, like w- whatever line you're in, especially if it's kids or whatever, mm-hmm. right? It's particularly doctors and in healthcare, right? What's the whole like... I know you don't make decisions for the patient, but like, is is the whole motto like to preserve life? Like, what is what is the whole like? What's the motto? Yeah, so I think the main thing that we go by is the Hippocratic Oath, what's and the so yeah. that's all about yes, the preservation of life and to do no oath. harm, to really, you know, give a person their best chance. And yeah, we, um, well, you can't coerce a patient into oh, into taking a certain treatment path, even if it is the best for them but as a doctor or even a nurse or a paramedic what you have which is really incredible is that opportunity to guide a person with your expertise and your knowledge in order to help them make the best decisions about about their health and looking at your previous podcast you were talking about health is wealth yeah health is wealth yes health is wealth guys yeah so it's definitely along those lines, you know, you are a vessel, you act as a vessel, as yeah. an instrument, as a, as a person who can uh, assist them to give them the, the knowledge that yeah. they need yeah. to make the best decision for their health. For, for them. And, yeah. and, you know, I'm sure you'll come across a situation where you know this is the best, you know, way to go about things and they might not be on the same page. You're almost doing, you're almost a counselor at the same time, mm-hmm. psychologist psychiatrist you know what yeah, i mean yeah are you definitely. actually like that as like would you have to be it's is that like a doctor like an all-rounder yeah they do uh doctors like so much work. do That's have so to good. do study in psychology and yeah. psychiatry because when it, you're dealing with your health and, and you're dealing with sickness and uh, there's life at stake especially if it's uh if it's a family member and it's just um yeah it's a, a sudden occurrence yeah um and it's an unexpected event that has occurred, uh, you have to have the skills to be able to counsel them in a way that is nurturing, but yeah. also to the point. You have to right. get down to, you have to be completely honest. There's, But there has to be a certain filter as well mm-hmm. to deliver it in the best way possible. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that means you have to have good communication, mm. good, wow, that, that this is like, yeah, you're really unpacking what it, what it, takes to become like a doctor mm-hmm. and it's as it's very hard harder than i thought yeah, um, yeah. I, I knew it was hard and like much respect to everyone but like the the path to get there and what you need to to be the like the best obviously because mm-hmm. you want to be the best you want to you know obviously do really well it's not as easy as i as i thought yeah even for me so even for me who did all of the the research um of what i was getting into Every time I learn something new, I think, oh, how am I going to apply this? There's yeah. so, so much. It's almost like an overload. Yeah. And then you have to step back and think, okay, take it one day at a time and, and really yeah. do it bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that well, yeah. So um, just going into, you know, obviously you have five years experience underneath your belt. What's the most like confronting thing that you've faced? I don't know. In like 
at uni or I- in practice like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like you like i don't know like have you seen like a like, like a real like oh fuck like i wouldn't say dead body uh you know what i mean but like mm-hmm. you know what i mean right like what's the most confronting like did you see a bone stick out and you have to like assess and like, oh wow <laughs> you have to do all that yet no i'm just very curious no i i've never had to uh do any of that be in a, a first aid position we do deal with the cadavers which are the um persections the bodies right. in the labs oh, and okay, i think yeah. yeah that was definitely confronting um i think in the sense when i was a first year definitely is making sure i didn't detach myself that was a a very very important because you you have to really still remember that it's a life and have that that respect and gratitude for that but at the same time you have to be able to be resilient enough to work with it yeah Mm. because there were moments also where our coordinators in our labs would be like if you need a moment to step out you know take it as well because we know that this is really out there for you for a lot of you or for most of you and sometimes people would be even with that encouragement they would think you know i kind of have to put my walls up because i don't want to seem like a person who can't deal with a situation like this yeah but you don't want to be completely detached either Mm. yeah yeah i like i like what you said about detached because i think being exposed time after time especially once Mm -hmm. you're in it you're going to be dealing with a lot of shit and you don't want to have that one time where you you just have a lapse in just like what you're meant to be doing mm-hmm. like you know what i mean because you're going to be like this guy's got a uh, you know broken head a uh, broken foot broken neck got a rib coming out of his chest or whatever and then you're just going to be all of a sudden you're just going to be all of a sudden you might lose that um what's it called that 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 you might lose that respect or you might get detached like yeah, desensi- yeah. cuz you're so desensitized yes you're you going to be desensitized and you might just fucking i'm done with you like you know what i mean you have to find like a sweet spot between the routine and being having that resilience to to not be affected by certain situations but then also allow yourself to feel it too to feel and grasp the situation so that you yeah you don't become desensitized and i think we also see that that's something that even people who have been in the medical profession for a long time have struggled with too Mm. you know often we say you know what makes a good doctor and often what people relate to from the patients and is a doctor who listens who has that care and that nurturing you know not just someone who brushes them off but then at the same time when you study it more and the more that you look into it, the more that you understand why they might desensitize themselves yeah. from their mm. experiences as well. Uh, I, I totally get you because the reason why I say that is because when I was looking into becoming like a social worker mm-hmm. and I just thought every day I'm going to be dealing with some person's problems mm. and I thought that's what I wanted at the time and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get to the point where I don't care and then I'm not going to be treating it as... as with the energy that I thought of mm-hmm. going into the role, right? Yeah, yeah. So the re- that's, that's pretty much the reason why I asked is because obviously with that level of, you know, duty of care, it's going to be really important that you kind of, like no doubt that mm-hmm. you're going to get there like because I'm very impressed with what you know oh, already no. <laughs> and everything. I know you still got like a long way to go, but I'm like, I'm very confident that you'll get there. And it's crazy because like literally, yeah, cause I'm picking your brain right now because I'm just <laughs> very, I'm very curious. Like you're going you're gonna to have that, because it's just, it's just <laughs> crazy, man. Like, you could be doctor. Like, the like first time that he's, like, asked so many different questions. Yeah, that is aren't it? Aren't, aren't, that aren't on the um, 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing. We're going yeah. with the flow. Yeah. That's spontaneity. We're going that's, wherever it that's, takes that's us. That's spontaneity. Yeah. But like going to like, obviously, like you've spoken with people, mm-hmm. you know, in the field and everything like that. How do they keep, uh, it's such an, on, like, I don't know if you're on job for like 12 hours of the day, mm-hmm. 14 hours, Can maybe 15 hours. Like what, the what would be the day, day in the life? Like, like uh, so the day out. in the life, it really depends on what specialization you do. What, what do you want to go into? So I wanted to do pediatric surgery. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So really like. Pediatrician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but Can in the operating room. Yeah, yeah. Pedi- so yeah, uh, pedi- pediatrics is dealing with, uh, is a branch in of medicine dealing with uh, young people, so obviously children from um, newborn until I think about the age of 17, at least in Australia. Nice. And um, so wanting to do surgery in that field is really different because children um, in, in that age bracket are, are still growing. Yes. So it's not like for adults where everything is, is set in stone. Yep. And the interesting thing about our adult bodies is there's also an, a lot of... Um, like differences yeah. like sometimes when i was studying anatomy you think everyone has one of one of these and one of these mm-hmm. but often people like there's um certain veins in the body or certain um uh arteries or like branches in the yeah. body that are different they'll say oh we have seven to twelve of these and you think wait some people have seven some people have up to twelve yeah, i right. thought it was always consistent sometimes people's hearts are on the right side of their their chest rather than their Whoa. left and you wouldn't you could go your whole life without knowing until you actually have to have a medical procedure yeah. done. And then crazy. they open you up and they say, oh my goodness, he, he's got this, he's yeah. got this. And so it's even more bizarre to think that, you know, until, until a surgeon gets in there, they don't really know what they're looking at. And obviously now we have a lot of um, medical technologies that, and advancements that help us like CT scans and MRIs and yeah. X-rays and things yeah. like that, which are really great. Um, but for for surgery definitely it was um it was a pathway that i wanted to take and i still don't know maybe my decision will change further yeah. further yeah. down the path but i think a day in a life of yeah. of a a gp for example is definitely where you have a set time as well mm-hmm. and they just see people in and out of their office every day mm. um for someone who would work in a hospital though um definitely they would probably be looking at maybe 16 to 18 hour days um, day in and day out the good thing though um is that you do get periods of rest but uh it's definitely um there's definitely a struggle there to deal with burnout um, because you want these people who are in these situations where people are life and death and have really delicate health issues that you want them to be the top of their game but like top of their game but at the same time there's not always going to be people with the the expertise available at the right. top of their game. So at the time, yeah, at the time, and then you know we're we're only human, so we're going to run out of energy, and it, and you have to find that that balance. Um, one of the interesting things that I found out is um, doctors who are on call. Yeah. Uh, so they they're basically if if something happens and um, they have to check on a patient, they have the um, pager. Mm-hmm. Often they'll be in the break room or like they're um, they'll be um, trying to get some rest in, just fitting in a little bit of sleep here and there, yeah. and then their pager will go off, so they have to attend to that. And I always thought, you know, what if I'm a doctor and I sleep through that pager? <laughs> you oh. know, like what what if it's a situation and I'm the one who's responsible 
who's on call in that ward at that time and I'm not there, you know. Wow. But obviously you wouldn't be the first person nor will you be the last to yeah. deal with um circumstances like that so they've worked it out pretty well they have protocols in that so um i i definitely did drill into some of my um medical friends yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> like what do you do when you make a mistake in oh. where you can't make a mistake like that you know oh and yeah, yeah. Make yeah, a mistake and yeah. Like yeah yeah where you there's know there's no room for error at all yeah like. yeah so i think it's it's really incredible like also like again <laughs> what what yeah. you get to see and and what you get to hear about about these people and w so w would you say there's like a shortage of people in healthcare like staff wise doctors nurses like i wouldn't say so much a shortage of people in healthcare i would say more so in funding rather oh, right. yeah definitely because you know please please um elaborate. obviously how far you can go is the allocation of healthcare and we often see it's so good that we have resources now like GoFundMes and things mm, like that mm. because there are people out there who need life-saving, um, life-saving, how would I say, Ma maybe surgeries yeah. or, or um, procedures mm -hmm. um, or even equipment, so like medication that they can't afford um, even with government assistance. And I think that's a global issue as well because we look at the inequality that exists, especially throughout the world, you know, um, we're blessed to be in a, a country that does provide healthcare where you don't have to pay up front. Yeah. Um, and there are people who face that every day where they don't go to, they don't go to the hospital or to the doctor because they don't have the means to, Yeah. especially in, in places that have poverty and third world countries. Um, so mm. where you can't actually have the healthcare that you need because yeah. you can't pay for it. Um, and even in a first world country, you know, the allocation of healthcare, you know, who decides where where it goes and where yeah. it's needed most. There's always going to be inequities and inequalities. And is there input like, like by like the board of like health or what people like at the top of your industry, mm -hmm. right? To like liaise with the government mm -hmm. to like allocate those funds appropriately. Does yeah, that, does yeah. that make sense? Definitely. Yeah, there. It's, it's like communication. They yeah, yeah. Right? They definitely cool. communicate. That's why we have our, our political members as well to communicate the needs of the community. Mm -hmm. And where health is concerned, yeah, we're it's it's very good that people are like making movements yeah. in order to improve healthcare because yeah. it's definitely what we need. Uh, and we see that especially today with with the impending like pandemic that's going on you know oh uh, yeah good old yeah, corona yeah, yeah yeah it's uh it's an issue that we're starting to see like how prepared are we and how prepared can we be and do we have the funds to do that and i think definitely governments around the world are putting aside more funding to prevent they always say prevention is better than better cure, than cure yep. yeah and that's yep. what yeah. we're always moving towards 100%. and so it's good to see that they're they're moving in that direction definitely um but there yeah. you can't please everyone all the time oh, definitely of course, of course, of course. um so you can only do people can only do it as as well as they can do what would be the ideal you know and this is i'm just i'm just going one <laughs> after the other here like what would be the ideal like you you're, you're let's say you're fully fledged stamp stamp of approval certified everything mm -hmm. like doctor right what would be like the ideal 
like position that you want to be in like uh, like let's say you reach your peak what would that peak look like like what would you be doing you'd be doing pediatric surgery mm-hmm. you know you'd probably have a team that you're managing right mm-hmm. i mean what does that look like i mean it's a f- it's so for me it's quite interesting because where i work um i grew up with my dad as a reflexologist oh yeah please so yeah, yeah i work yeah. um at the good samaritan natural therapy center what's a reflexologist so sir? reflexology I'm, I'm dumb, yeah. yeah no it's okay yeah. a lot of people don't know it's actually considered to be an alternative um like healthcare yeah, provider yeah, yeah. uh and a lot of the time, people don't really know so much about reflexology. I always grew up with that question, oh, what does your dad do? Oh, is he a re- he's a reflexologist. And they'll be like, oh, what's that? It, sound, it sounds yeah. like I've heard this no, word before. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I'm, I'm glad that more word is getting out about it. Mm. So it's a non-invasive um, technique yeah. to, to help um, with certain medical, medical issues. And the great thing about being non-invasive is is that it's natural. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get scared when they hear the word natural. I love hearing that word, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Some know why. Some people yeah. like really go for it, but a lot of people, a lot of the time um, when they think of a medical procedure, they have to think about things like really far advancements, like, you know, all of the medications, the pharmaceuticals and everything like that. Yeah. The, um, the equipment. Yeah. And for something, reflexology in itself is a very detailed technique, but it can be as simple as just pressing certain pressure points on your hands and your feet to alleviate symptoms of even oh things God. like headaches. I like used to do that to me at school. Yeah, chronic headaches. Yeah, so <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's the fun thing about it. So um, <laughs> my dad actually, <laughs> yeah, 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 we're living life in practice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my That's dad good. would actually teach me. So for um, girls who would have um, menstrual pains, mm. um, back in the day. yeah, back <laughs> in the day when we were in high school, um, and it can be really crippling. You know, yeah. you're at school. What do you do? You take Panadol. But then um, my dad taught me how to use reflexology to press certain points on my hands that would help alleviate that pain that is insane. without having to rely on panadol and and things like that yeah. so often i whoever i was sitting next to in class would be the brunt of my like <laughs> my my clinical yeah. application so <laughs> i would be like to them they'd be like oh just oh my stomach it, it hurts and i'd be like okay me pass palm. me your hand under your th- <laughs> under the desk but don't scream because it's gonna hurt oh <laughs> again. my yeah. god so it hurt. does hurt it yeah. hurts um so if i would press a certain point on your hand the best mm. places uh, are the feet because it has a, a larger surface area right okay. but then the hands you can do in a pinch you can just be sitting there yeah. at your desk or wherever in class and i would press these and they would kind of like like wince under the table but i'd be like just endure it because it's gonna make that feel better and then after maybe like a couple of minutes they would be all right yeah and they can get through their day far out yeah that's that's insane yeah this is video show (laughs) show, like where the pressure okay so just on your hands so um this is always the few that i know it's like the stomach is here yeah, so the, the palm, palm the here, yep. just underneath your your thumb. thumb, your thumb at the top for headache, just in between your your thumb and your index oh finger for God. for sinus, and then the appendix on this side as well. And so uh, those are the few that I that's I know. Insane. Yeah, that is crazy. Because the whole idea with reflexology is that your body is connected through nerves and pathways and yeah. everything <gasps> like that. Because I your brain, this. your brain is telling you where the pain is. Yeah. And so by 
accessing the points, these like connections through our hands and our feet, if everything is connected, you know, should we be able to send signals to different parts of our body? We should be able to reach them mm. from You're the outside. You're blowing my mind yeah, right now. This yeah. is in- incredible. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so speechless. Oh, I'm great. just taking it all in. <laughs> yeah. So by, by using that reflexology, we can like my, d- my dad's passion is really what's uh, inspired me throughout the years because when he's taught me these things, Often people are scared because it's like too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. And even things like hormonal imbalances. Like how yeah. else would you be able to alleviate those imbalances without like what they would say now, like pharmaceuticals, yeah. like yeah. antidepressants mm-hmm. and things like that. And there are a whole range of different side effects that come from that because we're introducing into our systems like uh, different different mediums that yeah. affect the neurochemistry of our brain. So we see people act out with these with these medications because the normal function, what's considered to be the normal function, is being disrupted. Yeah. But that's mm. only to balance something else. You know, if yeah. you give something, you got to take something away, kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, it might be sense. their lucidity or something like that. It might, might be, you know, uh, an, a normal... Um, emotional response and often people do have to rely on these f- um, these medications for life because it's the only way that they can see relief mm. but with reflexology what it does is it balances without having to be invasive in other ways so you won't have to um, you won't have to risk the neurochemistry of your brain changing and things that's like that. That's so yeah, true. Because it's all natural. You're not introducing no long-term anything. Impact yeah, anything. you're not introducing yeah. anything new to your body, rather. Um, oh, so and then good. there's the whole incorporation of diet. So if we do um, digress back to the question yeah, yeah, of yeah. what my dream was, it would be doing pediatric sur- surgery, but incorporating you know all of the things that I've learned from from my dad and yeah. what he's done. Um, and taking it to another level where I use reflexology because there's nothing to lose, really. Yeah. It's natural. It's not yeah. invasive. And it's something that hasn't really been done, hasn't really been explored. There's a lot of skepticism, particularly in the medical field. And if that's the field that I want to work in, I'm going to de- have to deal with people that are saying, you know, how can you like say that this works? Wow, um, really? Which yeah, brings but me I to, yeah. I just want to quickly mention, like, you want to, uh, your dad wants to like fund like funds or something like that oh uh, yeah yeah so mm. i work for the um good samaritan natural therapy center oh, yeah. we actually have a uh charity mm. um under us that's called the good samaritan medical reflexology research foundation and so what we do there is we also assist people who uh, might not be in a position to um might might have certain um uh ailments and mm-hmm. don't have the means to seek treatment in other healthcare facilities. So yep. we we assist them um, financially as well. So we have a team of amazing volunteers who have gone through training um, for nice. a number of years to help administer the reflexology. And then it's that these patients come in and their their research cases as well, and they come in and. They can donate if they want to, if they're if they're not able to pay because they've got other medical um, uh, medical needs that they have to mm. to pay for. Mm-hmm. We say that's fine. Um, it's quite new. We we just 
we're about to turn one year oh, old. Wow! Um, Happy birthday! In <laughs> <laughs> thank you. In uh, in two days, oh, actually. Wow. Oh. So it's only been a year that we've been up and running, and it's a DGR, which means that um, it's tax deductible as well. Uh, we are trying to get some word out there. There's a lot of exciting plans happening, but it's it's really great to be part of a a foundation that you know doesn't exclude people just because you know they they might not be able to and there's so many amazing like charities out there as well yeah. this is one that i'm really definitely passionate about so yeah love it <laughs> good to hear yeah no, no definitely, that's definitely uh, good i'm definitely keen to, to help <laughs> to help help out that cause um that's very that's very cool i'm very um i'm very curious because mm -hmm. the whole reflexology thing and the fact that your dad's a reflexologist and you've just opened my eyes to this <laughs> whole reflexology and you're trying to obviously you want to incorporate it you know later down the mm -hmm. line in your, in like w while you're doing pedi pediatrics right mm -hmm. like has he has he influenced you to become a doctor like uh, sort of that's always an interesting question isn't it because like, like i didn't know you had a dad that's like in that mm -hmm. So well, my mom is actually um, by by her study from her education also a physiotherapist. Oh, what? Well, this is yeah. just a fam It's in the family. Yeah, man. it's in the blood. But then the interesting thing is when I told my parents when I was uh, when I decided that I really yeah, wanted oh yeah. to be a doctor, they actually surprisingly in a way discouraged me what, <laughs> what the <laughs> you think that no, it would I'm be <laughs> every like i'm not trying to like go into the stereotypes but every asian parent's dream for yeah. their child to be a doctor by it's choice that's yeah <laughs> that's true that's that was the last episode <laughs> <laughs> Andre, yeah. episode yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then they're trying to discourage you oh my <laughs> god crazy. like is it reverse psychology or yeah. something yeah. that oh they're yeah, trying to true. do maybe, like maybe. no no for my parents because both of them having um been in the medical field because my dad obviously doing reflexology for as long as he has my mom being a physiotherapist and my mom actually comes from a, f a family lineage in a way of nurses oh yeah so my grandmother on my mother's side was um a nurse during the war no nice. as well nice. and um uh her sisters are nurses as well um you they have that sort that insight into what it really entails mm. and so i think what by discouraging me they were looking out for me in the sense like you have to know really what you're going to be facing yeah um and knowing obviously my my countenance my demeanor like as their child i think you know any parent's instinct is to protect yeah yeah yep. definitely like um so they actually said to me you know you know that's a commitment it's it's a commitment and you know, if you want to do it, we'll support you. And they definitely have. Um, there have been times where they keep asking me, like, are you sure this is really what, what you want to do? Because, you know, they want to give me every opportunity that I have uh, to, to know, really. Yeah. Yeah. And But whenever I tell them, they're always, you know, 100%, 110% just supporting me the whole way. And, you know, they they really, yeah, shocked me. But yeah. <laughs> like, normally, th I, thought, time, yeah, yeah. I thought that they would be like, really like, oh, wow, like, good on you and, and things like that. I think they definitely were more more so like that when I told them I wanted to be a teacher. Actually, oh. yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah, be a teacher. Yeah, and then yeah. You say doctor, yeah. what the fuck? Um, yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. You want this. this. Yeah. 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 So that I, I think they have influenced me 
maybe not as much as they know, but it's mainly been from me observing Just you, them. yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. And then thinking about like, you know, what they what they are able to do and it's really fun now because my parents have that medical um, terminology background. Yeah. And so um, it's quite funny because I, I was studying one time and I actually was studying for too long without taking a break. Um, my brother laughs about this because he always jokes and says, oh, you hurt yourself by studying too hard. <laughs> 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 I actually gave myself um, uh, lateral epicondylitis, also known Wowza. as tennis elbow. Oh, wow. By yeah. studying Studying. in a cramped position for too long. So I didn't um, move my arm. There was um, inflammation. How long is too long? Um, probably mm. a couple of hours. <laughs> oh, is that when like you're leaning like that? So it's it was like I was leaning and just using my, my hand, obviously, oh, to write. And yeah. so my, my elbow, so the, the lateral epicondyle is the... Um, the bone just here yeah, you yeah, see yeah, the elbow yeah, joint yeah. as well and so it inflamed and then oh. I went to bed thinking oh my arm hurts oh maybe it's because I was studying so I isolated it when I woke up in the morning I went to bend it and it was just excruciating pain and so I went to my parents and my mom was like can you do this with your hands and then she's like you've got lateral epicondylitis and so I was how like how good is that um, you have to go to doctor yeah. anymore <laughs> you have to pay and for then that. I went to my dad and he said the same thing and so I went to the doctor to get a certificate and then she's like what did your parents say and i was like oh they said i have like tennis elbow and she was like yeah that's right okay oh, wow. <laughs> what the heck? so it's really fun when i when we talk about um certain medical terms that's pretty cool actually yeah we, we get cool. to um my brother is the odd one out bless him though because he's in game design and sometimes oh, he'll nice. be like can you guys speak in layman's terms uh. <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about yeah. when you're saying what like, was the word that you used epicondylitis yeah, lateral epicondylitis. Oh, yeah. That's that, that's that. Yeah, no, because some of the boys do, do bench and mm-hmm. they get it. Yeah, they, they get do. It too, yeah, you know? overuse I'm like, as I'm like, well. What did you do? Like, maybe lift too heavy or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that can happen. But I, I think I've gotten it off by just leaning and like typing on my laptop. Like, yeah, you know, you lean yeah. on, on your, and then you go like on the bed. Yeah. And, like, you're leaning yeah. forward yes. like that. Yeah, I got it once on there doing that. Yeah, it's pretty, so it's, it's not shitty, just reserved for tennis players. It, it happens yeah, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I wasn't. Yeah, exactly right. I was just on my laptop, but yeah, it was, it was pretty poor that it, that it happened just mm. through there. Because I, I found like I was like, why is it like? Yeah, why can't I? I thought it was a tricep issue. I thought it was a muscle issue, and then it, I found yeah, that it was yeah. an actually. It was elbow. the bone. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. This is very interesting. I, I very, I found today very informative um because we'll definitely have you on again and um probably oh thank more, you more shit it was really share. yeah it's really fun to be here yeah this is actually really fun like <laughs> talking to the doctor over here call me back in about six years yeah. <laughs> no but that's the thing man like uh just just hearing yeah like, uh, it's just it's just so good it's just so good to yeah, hear this is sick it's really good I'm Thank glad. you for sharing. Sorry, babe. I'll keep um, us on so track. Uh, we'll go on to like what keeps you focused. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're studying yeah. hard. You drink coffee? That. I don't drink coffee as much as I used to. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. Um, coffee actually affects me now in, in another way. But yeah, caffeine is definitely, you see a lot of it, obviously, university campuses, people just mm. sleeping wherever. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean Please literally, elaborate. literally <laughs> wherever. Yeah. 
I think everyone loses their fear of sleeping in public once they go to university. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a mutual respect that we have. It's that, yeah, yeah it's unless you're friends with the person, there's like an unspoken kind of um, agreement that no one will take embarrassing photos of you. <laughs> yeah, right. I think, yeah. I think I like that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so definitely, yeah, it is hard to, ke- to keep focused, uh, especially when, you know, there if it's a beautiful day and there's a million other things that you want to be doing. Yeah. Um, it's often I find that the subject I want to study the most is the one that I have to prepare the least for. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. the sense that if I have an impending exam or a quiz and I have to study a certain subject, the other subjects that I have just seem so much more interesting and enticing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's whatever I don't have due is what I what I, what I want to study. <laughs> oh, right. oh, so at school, were you that type to like, you know, not do everything in last minute? Because I was but not she like was that. She was like, prepared. I don't think you'd be on top of uh, it. Right? Yeah. I think, by contrast, I wasn't, by contradiction, I definitely wasn't the person who would get the assignment and start straight away. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, fa- no, I found that w- I did once because I wanted to be really rep- prepared. I, p- I probably did it once myself. Yeah, yeah, and then I realized that I didn't get the result that I wanted. Because oh, I do she's need. Definitely not a last minute person. I <laughs> no, neither am I. I don't know. High five to that. Yeah. Not the yeah. night before, like me. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But, but then <laughs> definitely diff- people work in different ways. And I did realize that I needed some pressure on me. Yeah. Because that way I would um, eliminate things that I didn't need in an assignment i found that i would be more concise mm. and yeah. be able to pinpoint more a little last minute but then i was also a person who didn't like pressure yeah. um uh so i had to kind of find in between and obviously balancing everything as well is is difficult but what keeps me focused definitely is um uh you know just having a little bit of routine Mm-hmm. as well and you know so sometimes i do have to give myself a little pep talk and say you know you get through this you'll be able to do the things that Good you want to do yeah. um Good on you. my parents also like my family is is grounds me really well and you know they say you know you know do what you have to do just work hard at it give it your all and yeah. um they definitely have you know supported me you know when i say that i have to study they say okay you know do your thing and um oh, yeah. yeah i'm really Bless appreciative of that yeah that's um, so good sometimes my my older brother will come into my room just to check on me make sure i'm not pulling my hair out and <laughs> yeah. oh, <laughs> like no, just no, say definitely. you know take a break have a breather you know make yeah. me laugh and then you know what actually yeah. that's a kind of just brings up a, a thought that i had i mean what advice would you give to people that want to go into medical oh. like becoming a doctor or just anything it's quite in interesting medical. because i Healthcare. have quite a number of friends that have just recently graduated from high school so yeah. oh um, nice yeah and even if they're not going down the medical pathway i've been i found myself having to give a lot of advice especially to like some high school leavers because at that time you think that you know it's the be all and end all once you get yeah. your result um, like, oh yeah going into the other question of of your advice to like youth Ah, yeah. me yeah, yeah especially a lot of youth, because yeah. i can relate to those people because i was definitely one of them who thought mm. it was the be all and end all yeah. and that there was only one path to go by but once i uh, i started to experience the world um after school i realized that there's so many different opportunities and pathways so it's mm-hmm. there's so many ways to get into what you want to do and if you have that passion and that drive and that motivation for it then yeah you definitely can do it it might not be the most conventional way or it might not be the straight path that you initially planned mm-hmm. for yourself but you have a chance yeah. even if it seems like you don't 
definitely there's so many chances 100%. for you. Yeah, and so I would give myself that advice to to not take everything too seriously in that sense, and to give myself some time to to really enjoy what I'm doing. And and I think a lot of the time, because especially at our age, even for us now and for those younger than us, those a little bit older than us, there's that competitive aspect of the world. You know, mm. everything yeah. is time-driven. You know, yeah. we're oh. everyone's running on like a schedule that it yeah. seems like the world has set for us. Why can't we run by our own clock and by our yeah. own time? And oh, amen to yeah, that. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's it seems like everyone's in such a rush to to get there to get, to get there, there to get to their career. And then often people look back and have regrets. Like I didn't do all these things I wanted to do. I didn't mm. set aside time for the things that mattered to me. The things like travel or like m- new experiences or yeah. Even investing in other opportunities, like maybe I don't know, experiencing seminars mm-hmm. or or really like nurturing certain hobbies that you have yeah. that can lead to to n- better and bigger things. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so often, I yeah, I would tell myself definitely my eighteen-year-old self, Giselle, <laughs> yeah. take take a step back and just you know take life as it comes and really in self care, invest in yourself. Do what you want to do. And health is wealth. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. It's not the be all and end all if you don't get the result definitely you want. Not. Just yeah. don't, and definitely don't be set back by failure. Don't yeah. be afraid of it because every chance is a learning opportunity. Beautiful. Yeah. That you get. Beautiful. I think everyone, when they receive a mark, maybe that they don't want, like yeah, high school leavers, like yeah. yeah, HSC, or if even on like a, a test you didn't do as well, even if you find yourself struggling with something that maybe once before you found really easy, uh, yeah. don't beat yourself up on that. Rather, just look at where you are and see where you can go from there. Yeah. And then don't, don't look back and say, I could have done this better because it's done. You're going to waste energy and opportunities mm. thinking about what you could have done. Could've you can't done. do anything mm. more. You just have to go forward. Learn, <laughs> learn, learn from Giselle, guys. Uh, yeah, she's, she's so I'm so still learning. It's yeah, we're still, still growing. Yeah, 100%, 100%. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's really good. Um, okay, so we are nearly approaching the one hour mark, I think. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, almost. Well, this this can go on and on. It's I mean, this <laughs> is so, like this is so good. For sure. Uh, so we'll go into like the whole uni thing because. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jono and I didn't go uni. I mean, you're part of the like the very few that, you know, well obviously you figured things out. Well, yeah. I won't say figured things out, but you, you kind of, since 14. like Yeah, like you went to uni, but it wasn't like, you have to go to uni. It was like, I went to. You voluntarily went there. Cause oh, yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> that was the you. the pathway to becoming yeah, a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't kind of like. You can't bypass it. Yeah. You can't really like, you know, do it. <laughs> <laughs> something else. self-study medicine self-study yeah (laughs) Yeah, you can't really do that um so yeah it's different like you're Mm. i think one of the few people that i i've i think you're probably like the only person that's like yeah okay i have to go uni Mm -hmm. i'm going to uni because like i need to Mm -hmm. to do what i want to do everyone that i that i know of kind of go into uni like kind of oh i don't know maybe this is what i want to do but for you it's like a different situation so like what's it like for you to go to go to uni what's uni like give us like, a <laughs> picture because yeah we, we don't know about that oh it definitely was very different to high school i'll tell you that like um there definitely was a lack of the structure and routine that i was used to yeah. so yeah. i was i was 
in a way culture shocked by that because I was so used to to having that that day in and day out it's the same thing you know the most that we ever had to do in high school was like switch between week a and week b which which day you preferred the most you know yeah. which had the best subjects <laughs> double <Study> period <laughs> yeah so um when i when i left high school and i went to university and having to organize my own timetable you know no one's going to tell you like when to do things no one's going to chase yeah. you up for things no one's going to tell you really you know you don't get like a a criteria and they say this is exactly what you have to do often most of the time you have to be at the very bottom in order to know how to get to the top mm. you know you start at the bottom of the stairs before you can go right up to the top and that definitely was a learning experience for me um for someone who who really enjoyed school and i i really really loved like the experience of um primary school and high school um in that setting yeah. and so going to uni i was really <laughs> they said that going to uni is a lot easier but i don't know it's probably because i was um studying science which did require a lot more contact hours uh so so contact hours are basically the face-to-face that you had to be at, at university. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. yeah. So, uh, for example, some classes for some people might be online, but for science, you have to have a lot more face-to-face because a lot of the things you learn are by observation. And so right. I went from having, uh, because I did have to travel quite far to go to uni, it's just about an hour and a little bit, maybe a little bit more. Um, and that was like driving to the station and then uh, taking the train, walking a little bit, maybe catching a bus, something like that. Right. Um, so the commute was a lot longer. Um, but I went from going to school, uh, waking up at maybe like 7, 7.30, going to being at school um, before 8.30 and then going home at like 3, 3.30, sometimes 4 if I stayed back a little bit longer. And then that was my day like five days a week. Yeah. I went to from that to having to go to uni, waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning, being in class by 8, having three-hour labs, and then going home by 6 p.m. and then doing Ooh. that five days a week. Uh, <laughs> you had to do the five days because I hear I like, people go, oh, they, yeah. they go like oh maybe one goodness. or two days. Yeah, like yeah. I had to do the five days because I my first um semester at uni i was doing two math classes two biology classes and one psychology class yeah and so my two um my two biology classes had uh, a practical each week and that was three hours every week oh. like three hours so i would have six hours of lab every week and then i would have tutorials for my other classes as well uh so it was definitely full on straight in the deep end what? and um yeah. i think in high school science lab was very very uh conditioned in the way that the teacher would go through things methodically Mm -hmm. when i was in my first ever biology lab at university it was read this note we'll give you a quick five minute briefing and then you're on your own for three hours (laughs) ask us questions (laughs) if you need them and i was dealing with things that i hadn't dealt with before things like equipment like micro pipettes and having to wear gloves and and like deal with i think one of our experiments we had to deal with these little bugs yeah. <laughs> we oh, had to like nice. pick them up with tweezers and put them in a petri dish and so it was and then after that those three hours you would have a 10 minute debrief and then you would go home and you have to study it and re- write it up all on your own have all these sources what? 
Look up peer journals with um, language I oh, could peer not. Peer journals, yeah, I remember peer those. Reviewed. Peer I, reviewed. I, I did not understand any of the terminology in that. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was definitely. What's peer reviewed? Peer reviewed journals are uh, like um, journals written by. Um, experts like in the field expert. yeah and then they've been tested and like um they've been like applied yeah applied kind of like a thumbs up for like oh this works this is good yeah. by other experts in the field mm. globally even yeah. mm-hmm. so like kind of yeah verified and validated um research works um so we had to look at those never before i had heard of them um <laughs> yeah. coming out of high school no one ever tells yeah, you no that. one told you about yeah yeah definitely. yeah, I, yeah. I, I so that's definitely that was a shock to me at university um and then just going by my own time any time that i had to study any free time if i had any breaks it just had to be like review this because no one tells you what to review yeah. really you had to really like learn and and find it's your a lot own of way. self-learning it's like they kind of yeah. just throw you there and hey it sounds very make sense of to it. a lot of people that i've spoken to about uni oh, really yeah. <laughs> I think this is medicine. It's a whole different game. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe science is very different. I had a couple of friends who did do arts as yeah. well. And um, I want to become a doctor now. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. No, that's it. Like, I'm I'm just like, I'm so interested He's in it now. To, I'm not going to. I'm not going to, right? I mean, I think I'll just appreciate it. Oh, you never know. You can afar. have a career change. Yeah, I oh, mean, maybe. Change later I mean, like, I'm just, li- I'm just, everything you're saying is just like, because like, I, I did have that when I w- obviously wanted to be a yeah, pediatrician yeah. from back then. And I think I just saw the ATAR requirement. I'm like, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, a lot of people no get um like deterred from that as yeah. well. What was the ATAR requirement? Man, it was like 90. It was like perfect. Yeah, like yeah. 99.95 yeah. and then 97 <laughs> at some Good places. Luck to me, yeah. like. And then you still had to sit and interview and get like at least 80 and above in like the UMAT. Which okay. was like I think I just like <laughs> ripped myself off. I didn't give myself a chance. But I, I mean, like I there was no chance because I I didn't do I wasn't in ATAR. Like I was, and then I kind of dropped off. And non ATAR. I was I went into non ATAR. I mean, yeah, this is I'm getting so. <laughs> I think I'm just I think I'm just very excited for you. I feel oh, like no. like <laughs> I'm very excited. Like this, it's so yeah, anyway. Like, crazy. I, I'm I'm curious. Like, is there any like misconceptions about like doctors? Like like myth busting that you can myth like, busting. You know what I mean? Like people think Ooh, doctors are like this, but they're actually like. Have you ever come across anything like that? Oh uh, like yeah, like a lot of misconceptions about doctors. Or yeah, like definitely. That. I think like uh, that's like not true. It's like, kind of hard for when I think about the what they have to do. It's quite interesting because what I've had to learn for science. So I'm not even studying medicine at the moment. I'm just yeah. kind of giving myself a background in science. Is right to like the molecular level so microscopic Mm. molecular level and how do you apply that when you're looking at like so i did um my major's anatomy so i looked at a lot of like gross anatomy so the like you know Mm -hmm. the the body as you Mm -hmm. see it but then a lot of the stuff that i also had to study which is the histology the study of tissues was stuff that you can't see the things under the microscopes and like it looks like a blob the first time you see it just a bunch of different colors that have been stained um when I think of how they had to apply that, like seeing, like when people get blood tests and, yeah, and, yeah, and things yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. it was, it just blew my mind. Like, wow, they, they know it down to the molecular level, yeah. what's wrong. And then they have to like relate it back to like, oh, why your throat is hurting because there's oh. this in your body. Like, yeah, uh, something uh. like that. Yeah, that's the whole idea. And then even thinking about like antibiotics, the way that they work, like how can something in a pill like rid 
like rid your body of yeah, that bacteria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's and your thoughts like on that though? I'm Antibiotics. Um, well, obviously, with my background in reflexology, I, I not about that. Oh, really? Are you not about that? Uh, like, uh, yeah. Antibiotics. Whatever. Antibiotics. I, I see. I see the worth in in um, medications as well. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like there's a lot of influence as well from phar- pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. to be reliant on certain medications. And you know, the cat's if you out can, of the bag. if you can mm. stay, if you can stay natural, then stay natural. But 100%. a lot of the time, there's a pressure for people to have to like. This is the only option you have. Yeah. You can only take this medication. That's the only thing that's going to do for you. It's it's, it's yeah. crazy that you say that. Like my mate, he did like he had I think a cold. Mm-hmm. And he's on antibiotics. Yeah. Like, yeah. why do you need that, bro? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is that like, I, I wouldn't. drop a controversial you one. <laughs> you <could just> <laughs> <laughs> seen. It is controversial, definitely. Because I, I, like, when you look at the technologies like antibiotics and like vaccines as well, we definitely do need them. Mm. Because yeah. what they no have doubt. done for us, the worth is, is incredible. Like, when you can think that the, w- the world has been um, ridded of, diseases entirely like completely mm. abolished yeah. and eradicated it's amazing things that were like killing people in, in just, their just like a hundred years ago yeah yeah things like day. smallpox yeah. for example um and and things like the black plague they didn't yeah. have those resources back then but then for other other drugs as well i think there's definitely a misconception in the sense that that's the only way and yeah. i feel like the medical community in a sense, is also driven towards those because it seems like a, a really big advancement. We have a pill, a magic pill that can mm-hmm. cure us all kind of right. thing. Um, and I'm very much a holistic person in the yeah. sense that, uh, you know, all the aspects of your health, like emotional, mental, yeah. physical, spiritual, all connected, interconnected mm-hmm. and inseparable, like inextricably linked. Yeah. Uh, so diet as well. A lot of people think that, you know, I can't change my health by just what I eat. But if you are what you eat, why can't you change your health as well? Yeah. And (sighs) like, you know, like you look at things like, for example, this is it might be controversial as well, but I feel like there's a need to talk about it like type two diabetes. And, you know, um, it's one of the leading killers in in Australia. Wow. Um, Things like cardiovascular disease and and heart disease and things like that. Um, But type 2 diabetes is reversible. But Mm. a lot of the time... Yeah? It's reversible by... So there are people... And this isn't like something wild and and new. is that people have been able to get off the medication because they've adjusted their diet. They've they've improved their health. And... And they've been able to, you know, really come back from that. But a lot of the time they say, you know, you just have to manage your insulin levels. Mm. You got to take this magic pill. Take this pill, take this, this yeah, injection, this whatever. Ooh. And yeah. that's it. And, you know, it, it's, it's, mm. they can't live the way that they want to live just by, by doing that. Mm. Yeah. But then it's, it's reversible. A lot of the time people don't know it's, it's reversible. So, um, the misconception, yeah, for for doctors is you know it's it's the only tried and, and tested way. Okay. But then doctors definitely they do look at all your options, and yep. the great thing about them is that they they do do their own study in different areas. They want to present the person, the patient that they're seeing, with the best possible care that they can. Yeah. And so they will encourage you to to explore different options. And so the misconception is that. Sometimes you think, oh, they don't know what they're saying. But a lot ah. of the time, they, they do look into to these things themselves. Yeah. And if they do recommend something, maybe it's a cause they're really passionate about and they have a lot of expertise in that area. So, yeah. yeah. But then 
um yeah my heart is kind of torn in between the two knowing yeah. knowing like what i want to do and what uh the the whole um institution kind of condenses you know yeah well i i think by the time you're there a lot of things like more advancements a lot of things mm. would have changed i reckon yeah, the institution yeah. may, may, might, might change as well i don't yeah. know it's still so far ahead but like yeah, yeah. knowing that you're kind of that next cohort of doctors mm. like i'm in pretty good hands <laughs> i think we're all, all in pretty good hands here so yeah it's good it's good knowing that for sure what's your thoughts on uni uh so if, if it's is it for everyone uh i i wouldn't say that it would be for everyone definitely because there's other ways to get to and other careers that you you can uh want to pursue that mm. don't require university background yeah i think definitely if you if you really do want to explore different avenues or maybe if you don't really know what you want to do uh, once you leave school it's definitely a good way to kind of expose yourself because you meet a lot of interesting characters at uni and it's and you can uh, really, there's so many opportunities for talking to people in different fields at university. Mm. So even if you don't know what you want to do, it's it's really good to explore. But for the people who maybe don't want to um, go down a path that requires uh, uni qualifications, yeah, it's it's definitely like viable pathway. I think yeah. a lot of young people have that pressure that it's the only way you're going to get a secure way. And like steady like yeah. income <laughs> and financial stability yeah. and you know it's the only way that yeah. you're going to be safe essentially. Yeah. Um. But I I have so many friends that didn't go down that pathway and they're doing fantastic. Yeah. And so we just have to jump out of that 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 fear or that you know of of risking something. And for those people who you know may may want to go to uni later on there's plenty of opportunities to enroll later you don't have yeah. to go straight out of school yep, like people yep. that are yeah. old are going you know yeah, yeah the, mature, um, mature age, age students students yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely if, if they want to look at that uh, i think a lot of people think that they have to do a, a course or a degree to go to uni you can go to uni for a non-award uh, course so if you just want to study one subject i had a friend who actually only studied one subject because she wanted it to assist her in her occupation that she already had right. and so she wanted a little bit of background in i think it was psycho psychology and psychiatry because of the people that she was working with she didn't require it for her job but she she went to university just for that one course so you can um mm. do that Very as well yeah. not people not many people know that I that you can can do that, do try that, that. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, just for one subject, like, yeah, okay, not one whole. No, it wasn't a degree. She wasn't studying okay. a whole a whole degree. She was enrolled um in a non award course, so it didn't go towards a degree. But she would have like a qualification after that. Perfect. Okay, well, cool. Like, okay, you know, that's what in, I in that one like subject area. Thing, yeah, like yeah. a certificate, okay, kind of cool. saying that she completed it. She has this um yeah. this uh like little bit of background of education yeah, yeah. in this subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so not a lot of people know that, which yeah. is fun. I I didn't know that. So when yeah. I met her, I was very intrigued. Like, oh, what are you studying? Oh, I'm just studying this one this one unit. <laughs> oh, so that's how you came across that. I thought they would have told you. No, she told you. She told me, yeah. Oh, right. I met her in that class and I sat next to her and I was like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? You know, just the usual exchange yeah. between yeah. uni And then students. she's like, I'm just doing this one yeah. unit. Right? Unit, was yeah. She's unit? like, I'm not actually doing... Like a the degree, full like on the degree. full degree, yeah, yeah. Oh, good on her. Yeah, a lot of mature age Shout students. Shout out do you, that whoever too. you are. Yeah. Shout, Shout out, out you. <laughs> 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 yeah, good on you. 
to her friend. Are you guys friends or just just? Was uh, it that, that one exchange? It was that one exchange. Ah, <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. All right. So what we'll go into now is you already um, pretty much answered the advice to your eighteen-year-old self in mm-hmm. the question to um, what would you tell the youth today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go. Uh, I had one more question. Oh no, John, I had one more question. What? Number four. Uh, I already know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well. <coughs> so, you had a very important role <laughs> at the time. <laughs> this went down. Um, this and this was fun. a couple of years ago. <laughs> and um, should, you, should I give background first? Well, no, no, because we're getting straight to it right uh, now. So, yeah. what compelled you to tell Ali to confess to me? <laughs> It wasn't even like confess. It was just like oh it was yeah. like a point of realization. Because I was like stressing yeah. to her at yeah. Starbucks, and I was like, I don't know if I like this guy. I don't know if like you know. I remember that as if it were yesterday. That was really kind of like because probably because it was my first time ever to Starbucks as well. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're gonna have have a little chill, a little downtime. The usual, our yeah. our chats, our Welcome. conversations. They're like unrecorded podcasts. Yeah, Um, but I remember you telling me this and I was just so excited (laughs) to impart some some information. Yeah, yeah. So how do you remember it going down? I was just like, I just remember you telling me, oh, you know, I have this, I have this, this is going to be new for you hearing this for the first time. I mean, I'm pretty sure you told him before. I think I told him. I don't know what happens. He wants to hear it from you though. Uh, so we were we were at Starbucks and then you said I said oh what's going on with you and she was like oh, I have this this guy he's my best friend um, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like she's like you know we both think that maybe it's going down to something mm. to be something more and I don't know if I want that and I was like oh well you know what 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 are you afraid of what's the fear there and then she's like oh, you know, obviously we have a good friendship. I don't want to ruin anything. It's kind of like, you yeah. know, that I get it. a lot yeah. of people, it's it's great when people who are friends, like, you know, get into yeah. a relationship like that because, you know, you have already that friendship yeah. to build it off of. And it's funny because we were talking about this recently, last time. Yeah. We, yeah. It, it sort of always comes up. It's because um, uh, I remember telling you like, oh, so you don't know if the equation of you two w- would work out really, or if you want to go down that path. But if I added someone else to the equation, <laughs> if someone else took the opportunity to be with Jono, would you be okay with that as a best friend? And she kind of like, just nah. <laughs> came out best friend, huh? and the, and the true feelings. Yeah. The realization was there. And she um, like a mad epiphany. She was like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't expecting that. Eh? We, we, we had a moment. We had a moment. It was a like big was moment. Yeah. We just laugh about it every time. Like, yeah, we laugh we about it now. It's good seeing the two of you. As <laughs> very funny, isn't it? This is actually yeah. really, really funny. I think, it, especially in like, uh, in any case, like when there's the fear of risking something, yeah. people hesitate. But then the hesitation is almost the confirmation that that you do want what you do want. You know? Mm. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> that is a good one. You know? The hesitation is confirmation. Yeah, the hesitation is the confirmation. You know, if 
if someone says wow. do you, asks That's you crazy. if you want this opportunity or asks you a question and you hesitate it means that your head's saying one thing but your heart's saying something else and you already know oh the answer yeah. it's almost like that that inner coin flip yeah you know yeah. sometimes they say flip a coin to make a decision because not so much like you'll do what the coin tells you to but because you'll know what you really want yeah you know Damn. So what <laughs> that's what I was I'm kind speechless. of thinking about. <laughs> Are you dropping this on me right now? I'm not using this. This like speechless. This is crazy. Yeah, this is like the first time. Yeah. Ever. So that's that's what compelled me. We'll add someone to the equation and see that if that changes uh, it. Because equation. if there's yeah. an opportunity, if and you don't take it, someone else will. And are you yeah. going to be okay with giving that opportunity to someone else? She wasn't else? okay. Clearly no. not. <laughs> she wasn't going to no. okay, so. I was like, nah. Well, good on you for taking good that. <laughs> good on you taking that leap, babe. Good on you. Thank you to her. If she never said that to me, I probably would have never yeah. said anything. Well, thank you. Oh, thank that's you. okay. Because <laughs> I wouldn't be this guy if, if I didn't meet her. We probably oh, wouldn't be filming geez. this podcast. Then. <laughs> yeah. Like true. If you didn't say what you said, she wouldn't have got with me. I wouldn't be the guy who I am now and I'd be some fucking... Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who, Who knows? fucking knows, bro? All right. So now and we'll And thank go you to your parents, too, because then you, you wouldn't be here for your yeah, parents. Yeah, that too. Parents, so parents All right, and then <laughs> we're going to go down like the back, whole thanks. generation. Yeah, right? generation, generation. <laughs> right from the beginning. And, 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 <laughs> right from the beginning. And I love your brother, too. I haven't met him, but I love uh, you, bro. Game's <laughs> like, good on him. Shout out to your brother. Shout out yeah. to my older brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. Keep us going. Fast forward 10 years. Where would you like to be? And then there's a few different dot points. So mental and physical health. Mental and physical health. I think I would like to be, you know, healthy in both aspects of that. Mm -hmm. Definitely, like, uh, it's going to be demanding the the career that I'm yeah, I'm going down, and sure. so I hope that I don't sacrifice my my own health yeah. to to pursue pursue that dream because it's important to to take care of yourself first mm, as well. Sure. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I'm all good in that that department. 10 years down the track. Yeah. yeah. Wealth and business. Wealth and business. I would actually really like to expand my dad's, my dad's business. Mm. Um, see where that goes. Uh, my, probably one of my really ambitious dreams is to see reflexology in hospitals as, right. as another yeah. department. Yeah. Uh, and as an aid to, to medicine because of the skepticism, but there's there's nothing to be afraid of once you get to know it. And there's so much that it has to offer. I would really like to to be a pioneer for that that movement and, and see yeah. it introduced so that I can work with both my, my upbringing and my dream. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you're going like to date that. this back when it happens? <laughs> yeah. We'll have like this podcast this. to remember. Yeah, this is going to be so cool. Yeah. That's so good. Um, and then intimate relationships. Oh, we'll see where we go with doctor. that. It's going to be a doctor, bro. <laughs> it has to be it's a doctor. Be a doctor. <laughs> bro, even better well, than a doctor, eh? I love, I love children, so I, w I would like to like uh, get married and, and yeah. have a family someday. Oh, She's pediatrics. There you yeah, go. Yeah. you're going to have that. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's another pediatrician. Just, just putting <laughs> it out there. Maybe, out maybe there. it's another um, pediatrician. So to never whoever know. you are, my future someone. You know who you are. You know who you are. I'll be waiting. You gotta right. be doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so you already then went into a little bit like future family. So yeah, like yeah. Fam like direct family and then friend relationships. Where do you like to see that going? I'd like to see all of us back here. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe For we'll sure. you you guys would have a studio or something and we'll have those mugs that yeah. we're talking we'll about. Get those mugs customized, customized um coffee mugs. mugs. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um yeah. so yeah, I 
I definitely like to yeah continue and we'll and definitely nurture, yeah, we'll definitely have you on. You know, I know your schedule's going to be, you know, a bit, you know. Be busy, hard, you know. Not, you know I'll make time. Fit us in, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll put you good, in. Yeah. You'll be Sweet. in the schedule. <laughs> and then spiritually, like you're already obviously a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Like you your church, you pray and all mm-hmm. that. So yeah. spiritually in 10 years. Oh, yeah. I, I'd hope that my faith would be stronger. Like, you know, there's always that yearning to learn more. And I'm mm. so... Um, blessed in that sense that i've been really grounded by my faith it's in in all of my yeah, aspects yeah, and cool. i have i i'm able to do what i what i can do because because of that because and of because that. of what what i have that faith in god so um i'd like to see definitely like you know we're like this we're really tight yeah. <laughs> so i'd hope that that For would sure. only continue 100%. yeah <laughs> that's so good um, and then happiness happiness pediatric surgeon <laughs> uh, i'm happy for her bro. but yeah sorry i'll let you yeah no i think we can already be happy now because it's only when you realize what you already have that you'll be you you'll have enough mm. you know if you always think that you don't have enough then it will never be enough so yeah. you know i hope that i continue to to remind myself that you know everything mm. is a blessing Mm. and that every day is a blessing and you know be happy about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cool 100 love that 100 all right so uh before we get into like the rapid fire questions <laughs> um social media maybe your dad like your dad's website yeah, what's, your, has what's it, your dad has it been out yet or so not we yet? do have a facebook page at the moment yeah what's yep, so that's page? the good samaritan medical reflexology research foundation you can find us on facebook give us a like we'll put it in the thing yeah um the we'll link it in the thing yeah yeah if so you call up and make an appointment i'll probably be on the phone hey. so can you have a little chat with me and i'll set you up and 100 yeah. <laughs> guys based we're based in st mary's okay yeah, cool locals so we're nice cool. And all local. your locals out there yeah we do have a lot of people come from overseas even Wowza. When, wow. when they do come from overseas we have a couple of um people who, who do come and visit us every yeah. now and again when they happen to be in the country that's mad <laughs> wow. that's so yeah awesome. yeah not limited to distance it's guys distance. come down yeah, i love it <laughs> you're always welcome I love it. <laughs> always welcome let's get into the rapid fire questions uh, you have about three seconds for each one to answer. Oh, pressure. <laughs> well, get into it. Ready and study or practical? Study. Winter or summer? Summer. Challenge or stressed? Challenge. Silver or gold? Silver. Walking or running? Walking. Listening or reading? Reading. Two times speed or three times speed? <laughs> Two times. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Assertive or passive aggressive? Assertive. Logical or creative? Creative. I know you don't have a partner, but date night or night out? <laughs> uh, night out, I suppose. Nice. Uh, and we'll finish off with this one's for the listeners. What piece of advice would you leave them with? You're not stressed. You're challenged. Ah, <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Because like a challenge that. can be overcome. Don't I say you're stressed. Say you're challenged because stress feels like an illness and yeah. a, chal- a challenge can be overcome, overcome. I love and that. it will grow you yeah yeah so Giselle <laughs> thank <laughs> wow. you oh, lovely thank you to guys. have you this no was so it was so good to have you guys like to be here for this opportunity yeah, yeah. it's sure. definitely something new for me yeah, that, yeah. that's crazy yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate having you Do on. I'm going to finish off with a song, eh? <laughs> Who? What song? She sings. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Why would you do it like that, babe? Come on. Another rapid fire question. Another <laughs> rapid fire <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, right, no, I appreciate it. appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. I hope uh, every listener listening enjoyed have that. Have you guys got something out of that? I know I did. Definitely I go follow heaps. their Facebook page, their local uh, St. Mary's. Yeah, we'll service. link it in the it's thing. For, for any. Yeah. Anything any any ailments you might yeah, have. There you go. Anything yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. Come by. Make an appointment, guys. We're here for you. Lovely. <laughs> okay, sweet. I love Bye. you guys. We love you. That was Giselle again. She's going to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, guys. She's going to be a doctor. Okay, bye. Love Thanks. you.